0: The College Football Experience Oklahoma Sooners 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to slash winbet. That's slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com/sgp. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out the new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to slash Discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out.
1: Boz out.
0: Yes, yes, yes! Woo! Welcome! Welcome to the college football experience, Oklahoma Sooners 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby swinging Dantabase Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick.
1: When Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
0: I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer Sooner!
1: There it is. Baby. I am
0: excited to talk. You heard the Boz introduction. I almost went with Leech because Leach was there and kind of built them into that national championship team in 99. Uh, I am joined by my co host. I, I guess they won the Natty in 2000, but you know what I mean. Uh, give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating. sideline lad, kiss, stealing the dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi-oo! Yes, this is the Oklahoma pod. Yeah. Yeah. We love college football. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be fun. You do need a singing career. buddy. I need a singing career. That's what they say. I love some Oklahoma football, Patty C. All right. I liked him a lot, especially that Josh Heupel team. I am a big fan there, but I also think you're at this interesting point in the history of college football and the history of Oklahoma football, where it's easy to see a tide turn. I think you should be nervous if you're an Oklahoma Sooners fan, because jumping to the sec in a state where, yes, I understand you're a blue blood. You are the definition of a blue blood. Um, However, so was Nebraska and look at, look what Nebraska has done in the big 10. Yeah. Uh, Look what Arkansas, I wouldn't say Arkansas was a blue blood, but they were very good. They were very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look at them since they've joined the sec. When you don't, when you're in one of these States that does not produce the same amount of talent and I get it, it's next to Texas. Yeah. So is a lot of States. All right. Um, I mean, what they had
1: at their advantage was a Texas being in the big 12 and being the big dog. And then basically being second in line to the Texas talent. And since there was so much, you know, Texas talent at their disposal, that's still enough to field like a, a blue blood level team, which they had forever. But now you're going and you're just and you're playing teams that aren't able to field that kind of team, so you win every year. Yeah, but now, now now you're, you're playing, be playing, playing
0: against boys. LSU, AM, uh, Texas, Auburn, yeah. Georgia, Alabama, and and that is
1: different than they were when they were in the Big Twelve.
0: Yes, because the NIL, yeah. and uh, that's another thing we'll we'll talk on. But you also have this point where Lincoln Riley fans were furious and probably rightfully so because. I guess technically he didn't lie because he said, I'm not taking the LSU job. Who's uh, Lincoln Riley? L- oh, yeah, he didn't lie, but I mean, <laughs> it's pretty close to saying, yeah. like, uh, he did took the USC job and then fans were irate on all these message boards. Why that would was he quick. leave? Why would he leave? Well, first off, look, I say this with love, Oklahoma, because I, I do enjoy when Oklahoma's good. Uh, he have you seen his house in in Malibu or like right on the cusp of Malibu Pacific Palisades? Is oh yeah. So oh man. Boring. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I've been to Oklahoma. I love the good people <laughs> of Oklahoma, but that house right on the ocean? Yeah. It's people like, are like, Oh, I hope you're like
1: getting taxed more. It's like uh who it's got gazillion. At some dollars. point, like
0: yeah. who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'll say this. And I'm an East Carolina guy, and Lincoln Riley was the OC at East Carolina, so I, I I did enjoy him as an OC. However, Patty C, I do think you can make a case that he was slightly overrated. You can. I thought he always had he, oh, in regular season games. There was always a game or two that they they either lost, and there was a couple. I feel like every year that they had no business being close like the Kansas game last year. Yeah. When Caleb or when when Caleb Williams pulled that out of his ass. Yeah. Um well, I they did, were close in a lot of games last that's year. That's what I'm saying. I do think kind of you might this could be a blessing in the skies because Venables this track record is fucking fantastic. Now, I do not expect Jeff Lebby to be the OC long. I would be very shocked if he was not a head coach next year. Yeah. Um So enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, what do you make of that whole? But before we dive in, do you think they're in a better spot from a head coaching point of view? I guess we can't say that because we've never seen Venables be a head coach. Yeah.
1: Tough to say, but Stoops was a defensive coach when they were at their best, they were playing great defense too in the early two thousands and able to get over that hump. What are they playing like four national championship games in like eight years or something? But
0: I guess what the, the, The knock against then Venables, even though he was fantastic, Clemson's defense was unbelievable last year. But the reality is, is you are playing against Boston College and Duke and stuff like that. Now, I I still think Venables is a damn good coach. Well, you're just going to get your offensive players at Oklahoma. They they have a uh,
1: a reputation as being explosive on offense already. But you're going to
0: face so much better offenses. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, in the SEC. No, even in the Big Twelve this year compared to the ACC. Well I mean, that's was at Oklahoma forever too. True, though. that is true. So I think he proved it there to an extent. What year did he leave OU? <sighs> Let me see that. Uh I think I have it up up here actually. He left OU in 2011. He went to Clemson I in 2000. I feel like yeah, he had Leech at Texas Tech, but I do feel like when all those teams started to open it up when TCU and Baylor learned, and yeah. uh, he kind sure of he got harder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I i do not know. We'll see. I think it's a very interesting, Uh, they're, they're like must watch TV each and every week. Um, Let's, let's hop into it. But uh, I actually let's recap last year because I do think, I think it's different when you put a target on yourself and there's a reason why I, I am hard, pretty much pretty hard on the unders for UCLA, USC, and I'm I'm kind of revealing my my hand a tiny bit here. Uh got to happen eventually. And, and Texas. Well, yeah. I
1: just think Oklahoma's w- part of that crew as well. Well, when
0: you're leaving and you're leaving these schools like truly people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like lots of jobs are being lost by I mean, USC going to the Big 10 or Oklahoma going to the All of the these SEC, schools like,
1: like hitch their wagon to you being like and and kind of put their trust in you to drive that train. And now you're just dumping them, you know? Yeah. So of course they're going to be trying to come at you, uh, so, not only out of spite, but for their brand moving forward.
0: Yeah, and if you look at last year, Patty C. Uh, Tulane almost beat them with Michael Pratt. Tulane was not a very good team. I think they only won two games, right? Yeah. Uh, Western Carolina they took care of Pratt nice was regional. what uh, like
1: six inches short of like getting a first
0: a, down, first down in OU territory, and then Nebraska. I thought played, I mean, Nebraska left so many points out there. I actually think Nebraska probably should have won that game, but uh, th- they beat Nebraska by seven. Yeah, They beat West Virginia by three. Was that the game with the snap over the head? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah, <laughs> They're playing with fire a lot early on, man. At K state, they win by six. Then they got the red river shootout. They, they needed like a miracle comeback. Yeah. The, 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 the red river shootout. They won by seven. Uh, they did handle TCU, but even the Kansas game—you look at that and say twelve points. Or was
1: that Texas that needed the miracle? I'm I'm forgetting what happened. No, I think it was it the, was OU no, that needed the, the a, miracle. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, but the uh, the, the Kansas, Kansas game.
1: game. Oh my! If they stop and the game's over. Well, they were up at that point, right? Oklahoma was up in that game. I feel like Oklahoma I was, so. I was. I went back and looked at. It. I I was under the impression that it was either tied or. Um, Kansas was in the lead, but when I went back and watched the highlights, it looked like Kansas on, uh, was I'm gonna, actually I'm down gonna, by seven. I'm
0: going to pull this up, really,
1: because that that doesn't. I think they were on the comeback, but if I felt like at the time, it felt like oh, Kansas is about to win this game. Uh, before uh, I guess what did um, Caleb Williams just strip the ball out of the running back's hands and
0: take it for a first down?
1: Incredible play!
0: Yeah, no, it was An unbelievable at the time, play. but. Uh, I think you're actually right. It was a fourth and one, so Kansas would have got the ball. So that is a little different than how I remembered it. So they were up twenty eight twenty three. Kansas would have had the ball at midfield. Yeah, with like with three twenty two left. Yeah, and Kansas was steadily coming back at that point. They had the momentum. So um, that's interesting. I thought for some reason I thought Kansas was winning that. So, but still, you should have been in that fucking game. Should I mean it should have been a blowout. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did handle Texas Tech. Uh, they lost. Then it finally caught up to them. They lost to Baylor by 13. They beat Iowa state by seven and they lost in bedlam. They almost had that one at the end of that. That was a wild game. man. That was a great, absolutely game. wild fucking game. Then they took care of Oregon in the the game with no coaches or no players. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous game. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I just think the target on yourselves, you saw it last year, even with them winning that. Yeah. You, you saw it. You
1: saw it. Yeah. You made an interesting point. Pre uh pre podcast, even though Oklahoma has been the class of the big 12 for a long time, winning what? Like six straight uh, conference championships. Yeah. Th- once, once the regular season's over, they are kind of the flag bearer for the conference in the uh, postseason. You can tell because they've only played one back to back away game in 10 years. Yeah, They've been getting favorable treatment from the conference <laughs> for a while, but it, that, that target among the other fan bases is kind of gone. They, they want, I mean, Oh, you do look at this.
0: It. They're they're for the I, highlight the games where they're on the road. The most at K state, they won by six in the game we were alluding to earlier, the Kansas game, they got their best punch and that's shitty Kansas last year, right? Yeah. The Baylor game, they lost the Oklahoma state game. They lost. I think the road, so they went two and two on the road and they damn well almost went Oh and four yeah. on the road.
1: And when you consider the neutral site game against Texas, almost Oh and five in games away from home. I mean, well, the three te- and Texas two.
0: is leaving with them. So I, I don't know that the, I mean, I there's, there's its own animosity because well, of I the, rivalry, the road, but, yeah. and
1: then you throw in the,
0: uh, yeah, throw in the added. And, animosity. and think about this. They were supposed to play two lane on the road, but a hurricane had two lane, move it to Norman. They probably would have lost. <laughs> I don't know if they would have lost, but I mean it de- was a five-point game, dude. It definitely made it interesting,
1: <laughs> you know. I, I
0: w- you, what do you think that swing is to play the game in New Orleans as opposed to
1: Norman? Generally, it's like a three or three or so point uh home field advantage. So if you take that that three away from Oklahoma and give it to Tulane, then yeah. Well, then Tulane, they don't
0: even go for the fourth down. They kick the field goal, right? True. But I think that's a still going to make it big stretch yeah. to yeah. think that all everything will stay the same, but I'm just saying they benefited from an extra home game. That's true. Uh let's hop into it though, because last year, uh, well, the offense was pretty good. Lincoln Riley is good at doing that. But I wonder, and this is a great question, this is why they're a must-watch team all year. And hopefully you're subscribed on YouTube to the College Football Experience because you're watching me over here in my Win Bet shirt. (laughs) Shout out to Winbet. Uh but subscribe to the College Football Experience wherever you listen to podcasts at, or on YouTube, and subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Porter Moser doing a great job at Oklahoma. I think he's going to have them in the tournament. Stick around, listen to our episodes for uh, for the College Basketball uh, Oklahoma Sooners preview. Um, um, good get by them. Yes, great get by them. Brent Venables to Oklahoma, Petty C. The offensive coordinator is Jeff Lebby. This guy has been setting the world on fire at UCF and at Ole Miss. Dating back to his Baylor days, learning from
1: Bryles, who was the leech guy, so it all comes full circle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eighth in scoring offense, thirty eighth in rush offense, thirty third in passing offense, eighteenth in total offense. But this is Lincoln Riley's stats. L- the, but don't get me wrong, Ole Miss. We should probably pull up Ole Miss's stats real quick. Could you could you tell me where they are where where they charted offensively last year? I think they Ole were top twenty. I want
1: to re- read that they were like top four on on. Uh, let me get to team stats under Lebby at both uh, UCF and Ole Miss. But well, me-
0: UCF though, you can kind of make the argument of like, dude, they were playing really bad defenses. Yeah, but still, so, Ole
1: Miss had the number uh, twenty-four uh, scoring offense, but in terms of total
0: offense, total offense number six. Wow, so they're actually getting a. a I mean, if Lebby can do it in year one, I mean, Oklahoma was eighteenth in total offense last year, so you could be upgrading. Now we know the portal hit, uh, you know, hit Oklahoma pretty hard. We'll we'll talk about that. But Dylan Gabriel is the, the, the Oklahoma went out and got some names and Dylan Gabriel's one. It's going to, it's interesting. He was about to go to UCLA and Dorian Thompson Robinson announced he was coming back. So then he leaves UCLA and goes, cause he was already like pretty much at UCLA Yeah, uh,
1: verbal agreement. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then he flips over to OU where Jeff Lebby was his offensive coordinator. At UCF, and if you remember when when Hypel uh, left for Tennessee, did the Dylan Gabriel lobbied for UCF to hire Jeff Lebby. They didn't, but shows their connection. When hold on, say that again. When when Heupel left for Tennessee, yeah. Uh, Dylan Gabriel lobbied for UCF to hire Lebby. Uh-huh. They didn't. They went with Gus Malzahn, but uh, the, the 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 connection. Yeah, you can see it right there. Now Dylan Gabriel did, I believe it was a torn ACL a season ago. Yeah, I think it was an ACL I'll double check that either way. He was out for the year after the, I think the second game, three or games, it was uh, the Louisville game, I believe. Yeah. Where he got injured, but he was uh, performing up until then. No, he's
1: good. He's 68, very good. It's almost 69% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, three interceptions through three games.
0: But do you think, and this would be the question I think, uh, Go back to what the year before when he was in Lebby's Lebby's offense, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think he started almost the whole season. I'm, I think they might have had a Mac play a little bit. You remember? Yeah, he had uh,
1: ten games in 2020 during COVID. But what did he run for? Let me see. Rushing stats in 2020 only 169 yards. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do think that Corral is a much more athletic quarterback. And so
0: I still thought Gabriel was using his legs a lot, uh, but maybe just to avoid pressure, maybe like the, but uh, yeah, only kind of,
1: you know, he reminds me of
0: a little bit of like a Hank Bachmeyer, you know, I think he's more of an athlete than Bachmeyer. You think so? Yeah. Well, I don't know though, but now after this injury and that's what, that's what I guess I was posing here was that will this perhaps limit him a little bit? Well,
1: (laughs) dude, in 2020, 32 touchdowns, four interceptions. Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Oklahoma will take that.
0: Yeah. I think he's going to be a stud and knowing, and, and it is a, it, great to have a quarterback that has been in the offense that knows the offense. So yeah. I do think the offense will gel at running back Eric gray, who transferred in from Tennessee last year. He's going to be the guy. Wait a second.
1: Was, was uh Levy still there in 2020 at UCF or did he did he spend two years at Ole Miss? I think he spent two years at Ole Miss. So
0: he was there in 19? 2019, he With, had
1: 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions under, under level. I mean, he was a freshman. Yeah. yeah. Still a beast. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, wait, so, so Gabriel's played three years of college football, so he redshirted last year, so he's still a sophomore this year because he used the COVID year. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's yeah. going to be 35. I mean, Chris Winky, <laughs> right. um, uh, Eric grant running back though, Tennessee transfer. I think he's pretty talented. I think that's uh, he transferred in, I believe two years ago. Yeah.
1: He didn't have the greatest season last year. A little frustration, but I thought he was a really good back at
0: Tennessee. And I think the receiving core, I know they lost Mario, Mario Williams and everyone's thinking, Oh, five star to USC. They also lost Hazelwood to to Arkansas. Uh, Who had the most receptions on the team last year? I still think when I look at this receiving core, it looks pretty fucking good to me. Yeah, I mean, Mims,
1: I've, Mims had like twice as many yards for catch as Hazelwood. Mims
0: is a huge play threat. I like Drake Stoops. Yeah, I do. I think he's a solid slot wideout. Uh, and you have Theo Weiss. who's a, f- a five star, right? Uh, they did lose Austin Stogner. And we're going to talk transfer portal in a bit, but uh, so I see Braden Willis is, is is their guy. I think he also might get pushed by the uh, by another guy. But uh, three of five starters back on the O line. I think this offense, Patty C. Willis offense, be better than 18th in the nation this year. Uh, I think it will. Um, I think the Big 12 still has a defense problem. Um, but I also think the Big 12 knows how to play this offense that's true, more than more than any other conference cuz they're all running it. They've yeah. been around <laughs> it for like
1: 15 years now. Um well, let me ask you this. Who do you think who are you more impressed with as a coordinator? Uh LeBby or Lincoln Riley?
0: I think LeBby's is more gimmicky. Yeah. I so I think I think I would actually lean Riley. Yeah. But when it's going it's fucking Dude, amazing. I remember two years ago
1: when I was watching Ole Miss, or maybe it was last year, I think it was two years ago, and just being like, this offense is incredible. You know, it was the first yeah. game of the season. I was just like, holy crap, they're pulling out all
0: these. Like, you're right, it's a lot of gimmicks. Yeah.
1: When you have John Rice Plumley at wide receiver, that's kind of. You know of who
0: gives it fits, though? Dave Aranda. Yeah. He's played him a couple times, played him with LSU at UCF. He played um, uh, last year in the bowl game. And I want to say there's one other time he's, he's played uh like, if not Levy, then a Bryles. Yeah. So it, that's going to be an interesting matchup this year, but uh, it is, I mean, it's a, it, that's a good debate. I'm not saying I'm right. Yeah, but I do. They're think both explosive yeah, as hell. Yeah. I think you're not, you're, you're winning either way. Uh, defensive coordinator, Ted roof. <laughs> hey, oh. shout out to Ted roof, former Duke head coach. Did a great job at App State as a DC. Old Ted Roof has been around the block. I know that guy knows how to. And look, Venables knows he knows he knows how to coach a defense, so he's like, Ted Roof, he knows defense too. Yeah, 60th in scoring defense, 30th in rush defense, 109th in pass defense. Alex Grinch left for USC with Lincoln Riley, 76 in total defense. Look, I think Grinch was a solid, he was improving that defense, but still. 109th in pass defense is fucking terrible at Oklahoma. You know, I want to look at something
1: real quick Vanderbilt. He was their DC for one year in 2020, one year in 2019. We'll see what, we, what a first year snapshot looks like for, uh, for those teams um, under Ted roof. I'll get those pulled up in a minute, but interesting, you know, transition here. I, I do believe he, he is a darn good defensive coordinator.
0: He's been everywhere, man. This guy has coached everywhere. Um, We said 2020, he was at Vandy. Yeah. 2020, he was at Vandy, which I don't believe they were very good, but that's hard. That's tough. They
1: were 113th in the nation in scoring defense that year. So that does not bode well, but Vanderbilt doesn't have Oklahoma's talent. In 2019, we said he was at at App State. He was at App State. They were 21st in the nation. So I think talent probably has a lot to do with how well they're going to do.
0: I think it's a decent hire. Uh, and I think with, with him and Venables together, I think Venables knows what he's doing. on The defensive side of the ball. Now just one of four to four starters back on the defensive line. Uh, and that's Jalen Redmond, two of two uh, back in the linebacking core. Uh, and that led by Deshaun white three of five in the secondary. They're running the four, two, five uh, led by safety DJ Graham. The secondary is going to be interesting. They brought in some names too. So uh, they are breaking in a new kicker, but they do have a punter that returns Patty C. Oh,
1: Old Michael Turk, as a DC uh, area natives, Colby and I can
0: appreciate the Turk family. Shout out to the Turk family. Classic. Cla- Here, I got a sound drop for you. Classic team. And. Uh... Touchdown, Washington Redskins. There you go. Wait, that's supposed to say touchback. No, 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 no. We don't want touchbacks. No, they don't do yeah, touchbacks.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, Dan Turk. Matt Turk. in peace, yeah, Matt Dan Turk. Rest in peace for sure. Both his uncles. So punting is in the family—a
0: long snapper and a punter. And Dan Turk has a great highlight where he just <laughs> blasts Deion Sanders. And it's <laughs> fantastic, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> they had
1: eleven. He was tied with Punt God for 51.2 yards per punt Yo. last year. And the difference is,
0: I would punt God, something's going on. and some, Punt yeah. God
1: only <laughs> punts for distance. He doesn't yeah. care about touchbacks. <laughs> so Michael Turk might be
0: that dude. I just listened to a podcast that said he Punt God was top 25 college football players last year. <laughs> because they wouldn't they wouldn't they had a very conservative offense and, and they, they just, would just boom their way out of a yeah. uh, <laughs> 80 yard punt. Here we go. Flip the field. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk recruiting rankings uh, in the future of OU football and uh, see what Las Vegas expects with uh, the Sooners in 2022 and then what we expect. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. But first, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience. Uh Oklahoma Sooners preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet. Bet fifty dollars at Win get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Win Bet. Head over to sports gambling, podcast.com slash WinBet at SportsGamblingPodcast dot slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bets today. Ross up, brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGP. And they're offering seventy percent off if you go to IPvanish.com slash SGP. That's IPvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yeah, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Trust me, if you were sweating in that Tulane game, uh it's a lot of fun to hop in the Discord channel and have us just uh you you got not only us, the the me and Patty C and NC Nick, the college football experience, but everybody and a bunch of fans, you know, for each game, then no again, matter where it is.
1: We're men of the people, and OU is definitely the favorite most of the time. So we'll probably be talking shit to you, <laughs> but it'll be fun.
0: No, I mean it, it matters the scenario. Like I root for OU over Texas every fucking every day. Yeah, every time. And, and and it's just a lot of fun. If you're just sitting around, that maybe you're just sit, you just got married. You know, the wife's in the other room. You you miss the connection with the guys that this is that, that platform. All right. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. And it's not only college football, it's whatever. If you're, yeah. uh, it's literally every sport you can think of. So hop on into the, uh, the sports gambling podcast.com slash discord channel. Uh, and we're also brought to you by Dave. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about uh, Dave Aranda. I'm talking about Dave, Dave, the banking app, brand new banking app that can help you uh, get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Now, I mean, that's more money to fill your gas tank. Not not that much money to fill your gas tank with uh, with the way with shit's prices, going on right yeah. now, especially in California. You better be borrowing a lot. You know, when I go gas up, it's just like just take my whole fucking wallet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> California, it's absolutely ridiculous. You keep the card. Don't it's... even put the number on the fucking sign. <laughs> yeah, just say hi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all your money. Yes, <laughs> uh, but you know, but uh, more money to fill your gas tank to to buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills. Because look, we've all been in a spot or a jam where we needed some cash. All right. Me every time I gas up, I go fuck. <laughs> right? What's it? What are they going to hit me with this time? Dave, I need right? you again. Hey, Dave. <laughs> uh, that you know. Before I used to have to call my brother. NC Nick. Hey, what are <laughs> you doing? Can you Venmo me a hundred spot? No. <laughs> now, I, now I, I look. that's get that can get embarrassing. Now you can just plug in the Dave. Hey, Dave. Hook me up again. Give me give me that five hundred. And here's mm. the best part. There's no interest. There's no credit check needed. All right. So if you've had you know maybe you got a credit card when you were 20 years old, went to Cancun, blew all your money happened to me. I went across Canada, Patty. See <laughs>
1: um, Hey, life comes at you. Sometimes opportunities hit you and you might not be financially ready for it, but you still got to strike.
0: That's what I'm saying while that's, the iron's hot. That's why brother Dave is going to get you out of here. You up. All right. Hooking uh, you up. So uh, people I'm telling you download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D a V E. Sign up for an Extra Cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions go to dave.com/legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Patty C, you know who might be a part of the FDIC after all these transferring this whole fucking this 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 whole <laughs> roster last year. I mean, they, they, a lot of players transferred. We're back talking Oklahoma <laughs> sooner. Well, with
1: the amount of money going around, I'm pretty sure they're all gonna need to be FDIC insured here. Yes,
0: yes. I mean, look. Do I need? What should we start with? Incoming or outgoing? Because this this thing is like uh, either way. It's this is the Indy 500. Day. This yeah. is the Indy 500 right here. Uh, <laughs> incoming. We, we. I'm just gonna start easy. Quarterback Dylan Gabriel UCF. Great get Absolutely great Good. Yeah. Tight end Daniel Parker Missouri. I think this could be a great get. I liked. Uh, he's talented. Offensive lineman, McCade, Mettenauer. Great name, McCade. Lone Wolf McCade. Shout out to Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, he came in from Cal, the Golden Bears. Cornerback, CJ Colden from the Wyoming Cowboys. Defensive lineman, Jonah Laulu. And we should highlight him because everybody fucking wanted him. Uh, Jonah Laulu the D on the defensive line from Hawaii, I think, will be a difference maker on this defense. Is see a big boy? He's a big boy getting after it. Cornerback Trey Morrison, Patty C. This guy started for what a couple of years at UNC. Comes in via the portal. Four years at UNC. Four year. That's a and lot. And he's not even a projected starter, from what I'm seeing. Yeah, there. I
1: I'm, I showed four returning. Or is it three or four returning? In the uh, second three year? or five. Yeah, three or five. And yeah. then there. When you it,
0: add in Colden, when you add in Morrison. And yeah. you're adding uh, Kenny Walker from Louisville as well. You basically have yeah. a full starting defensive backfield. Linebacker returning. TD Roof from Appalachian State. Boom. I mean, was it? Do you see a connection to v- Ted
1: Roof? Venables had his son playing for McClemson. Yeah. Swinney had his son playing for McClemson. TD Roof. We got, uh, what's his name? It's a
0: huge loss by App State,
1: too. It is. Well, he, he, was, he was, he their was best linebacker. Yeah, he's a beast. What, dude. As, uh, I'm assuming Stoops is.
0: Uh, yeah, Drake Stoops. Chase, yeah. Bob Stoops is. You got Turks? This yeah. is a, just a whole family As a, blue it's a family blood affair. Family. Yep. Uh Jeffrey Johnson from Tulane. Keep an eye on him and the defensive end spot. Uh they, they they've been doing a good job. And obviously I think they they had some notes last year when they played Tulane said, Who the fuck is this guy? Let's get him in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh offensive tackle. Uh Tyler Guyton coming in from uh from TCU petty. C.
1: Yeah. Fire no shots.
0: Oh, what the
1: hell's happening here? You go like, I feel like TCU and Oklahoma. I feel like even though Oklahoma, I think, has gotten the better of them most of the time. uh You can't just. I there's a little bit of like, I trans- don't know, salt between those two.
0: Transfer somewhere else. All right, come on. This is supposed to be rivalries, you know. I mean, I know TCU's newest to the Big Twelve, and Oklahoma's not going to be in the Big Twelve, and they probably won't play again for like seventy-five fucking years. But still, come on. <laughs> Quarterback Davis Beville coming in from Pitt. Mark Whipple's gone. Pat Narduzzi's going to go back to running the ball 7,000 times. Let me leave <laughs> <laughs> uh, wide receiver uh, Javian Hester from Missouri. And then this is a wide receiver. I think we'll add LV Bunkley Shelton from Arizona state. He was pretty good at Arizona state. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of production. That's a lot of production, but we grade the transfer portal. So now buckle up. Cause here's what, <laughs> here's what left Nathan Rawlings. Kabange went to South Alabama. He's a defensive end. Offensive tackle, Daryl Simpson, went to the Tulsa. Golden. Hurricane. Cornerback, Dorian Plumley, portal. Defensive end, Noah Renzi, or- or- portal. Uh, wide receiver, Cody Jackson, Houston Cougars, Dana Holgerson. Mm. Uh, Latrell McClutcheon, cornerback, four-star, USC. That's a big one there. Mm, right? Mm, it's a big loss there. Uh Mario Williams, five-star wideout, USC. Quarterback, Caleb Williams, five-star quarterback, USC. Mm. Now I see the resentment. (laughs) Uh, Safety, Patrick Fields to the Stanford Cardinal. Stanford took a transfer. That's like the first time fucking ever. We should have a party for that. Um uh, what else do we got here? Houston landed linebacker Jamal Morris. App state says, all right, you take roof. We're taking your log snapper, Jake, man, <laughs> bad deal, yeah. <laughs> uh, four-star wide receiver, Jaden Hazelwood to the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's a loss. That's a bad loss. Tight end Austin Stogner. One of the best oh, I in America think Hazelwood was a five-star. Yeah. Hazelwood was yeah. And yeah. Austin Stogner, one of the best tight ends in America to the South Carolina Gamecocks. Mm, there's another team that's gotten
1: a share yes. Of Sooners.
0: Yes. Heads, Carolina, Tails, California. Uh, you, the vegan special here quarterback Spencer Rattler went to Columbia, South Carolina as well, but he had worn out. He had to transfer regardless because it was getting chippy with the fans when they booed him for a pick or something yeah. or his NIL deal. <laughs> like, and he's like tweeting, c- coming at them. I was like, this isn't oh, going to yeah. end this good. Yeah. This isn't going to end good. Um, he he's gone. They also lost offensive tackle Noah Nelson <laughs> to the he Lumberjacks. Was was like
1: tweeting during halftime yeah, from I the locker
0: room? So. <laughs> like dude, just dude, get through the end of the game. <laughs> I, I was on a radio show the other day. They were asking me about the uh, South Carolina and the, like oh, how good they're going to be this year. And I was like, yeah, they could really be good. I think there's this offense could be dynamic, but I was like they also could blow up because it, he seems to be a personality that yeah. like if the if they lose a couple games, yeah. They could go He'll off the go deep into end. A funk. Yeah, yeah, they could go off the deep end. So uh I think Oklahoma's in a better spot. Patty C, did they win or lose the portal?
1: Uh I I guess you gotta call it a draw. I don't know. Maybe you call it an L when you lose uh both quarterbacks yeah, and other two five star quarterbacks.
0: I think slight loss. The, the best quarterback in the
1: country in two consecutive classes.
0: Yeah. That's, that's tough to lose. Dylan Gabriel. Well it's Stogner, uh, the wideouts, the the cornerback, uh I I, I'll say this though. If you had asked me back in January, when all this news happened or, or early February, I would have said, man, they, they got hit the hardest. Yeah. They did a great job. And Brent Venables, in my opinion, already grabbing a dub by going out and getting some guys that I think some great, pe- the Dylan Gabriel one, tr- terrific. Because oh, if yeah. not,
1: who knows what 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 would have happened? And getting some continuity. I yeah. mean, starting fast is huge in this day and age for coaching. I like the the recruiting. roof,
0: the roof get the Bunkley yeah. Shelton get the some of those defensive backs. They're uh, gonna give some nice help. So I do think they did a great job patching up that leak. Water was coming off through. Boom, plugged it, was, it
1: up. Got Let's- it. What's got that it. guy? Uh, <laughs> Flex Seal. We got uh, yeah, just slapping yeah, that all over the place. Slapping
0: that everywhere. Ted Roof was. Patty uh, C. Talk to me about recruiting. Transfer
1: portal oh, ranking yeah, and nationally, in by the way, fourth nationally. It's almost impossible to call that a L uh, in the true. transfer portal that when you're the true. number four. But in the that's nation, why those, those ratings suck,
0: though. They should account, they should account for what you yeah, lost too. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's it pretty easy to say, hey, you lost this amount, you gained this amount. That's your actual ranking, not just what you brought in. Um, so yeah.
0: Talk to me about actual, actual recruiting, right? recruiting, even though I guess all this players left. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is relevant. About
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ignore these numbers that I'm about to rattle off uh, nationally. Last five cycles, nine, four, 13, six, 10. I'm sure you'd like to be in the top 10 every year getting outside of it. Not so good, but within the conference two, 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 one, two. Um, so T- uh,
0: Texas, Texas is just out recruiting them and going five and seven every year. <laughs> is, there, is there some evidence that recruiting could be a bit overrated? Well, you know, it what, is the Texas Longhorns being charted, charted number one every year over Oklahoma and Oklahoma, <laughs> just destroying them most years. Well,
1: you know what? I think it is a lot too, is Oklahoma maybe, I don't know. It seems like they know how to get the hell out of the way of the head coach and let him do his job, which seems to be really hard <laughs> yeah, for the in people Texas. in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four year composites though have improved every year because they've been great in the transfer portal each year. Last four years in the transfer portal, seven, six, one, four nationally. Damn. So uh, their four year composite has improved from 11, eight, nine, and six nationally. Most recently. So that's a talented team. Yeah. Are they getting slept on for? I mean, I feel like Oklahoma might be at its most dangerous when they're getting slept on.
0: Perhaps. I know we just did an episode with Phil Steele. Go listen to that. He's very high on the Sooners. Let's hop into it. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see this sweet ass graphic here. Remember, subscribe to the College Football Experience on YouTube because look, it's great to listen to us on podcasts. We appreciate that. But also, what the hell are you doing? You got smart TVs these days? All right. Even if you're not, ask your buddy to record it. And uh, I don't know, somehow get that thing on VHS and plug <laughs> it in your v- your VCR, yeah, get an eight track right? and watch. I us. would appreciate that. If you, if you video that, I'll send you a lot of SGPN gear. How about that? Anyway. Send it to
1: your grandma on VHS. <laughs> if you <laughs> we can need show us that, or
0: beta, this. if you could pull a beta out, yeah, <laughs> I'd be very fucking very happy with you. Uh, but yeah, subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience. Patty C. They're saying nine and a half wins, and uh, I've seen the juice coming in at uh, the under minus one twenty, the over plus one hundred. So actually, Vegas leaning to a nine and three season. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Slightly, slightly lean. Don't know that I agree with that. Let's hop into it. Week one at Gaylord Family Stadium. Gaylord Fokker, Gaylord St- Fokker Stadium. UTEP was seven and five seven a season. Six, yes. Oh yeah, seven and six. They lost the bowl game. Uh, the first thing I noticed, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is gonna be a blowout. UTEP lost Jacob Cowing, their best wideout, to the Arizona Wildcats. I, I just don't think
1: you yeah. can play with the them. only comparably talented team that they played last year, boys. They, they, lost 54 to 13. I guess they kept it within seven against Fresno who could also be considered comparably talented. It will be a blowout though. Oklahoma
0: wins. Boom. one and know oh. Kent state comes to town and they have a high powered offense, but at the Fokker, uh, what's <laughs> going on here. I got <laughs> Kent State's schedules. Unbelievable. Un unbelievable Kent out of conference. State? It's like oh, they, it. they play in all these Washington. We've oh, only oh. had the playoffs for like what nine, ten years, and they're getting three playoff teams in,
1: <laughs> in the first four weeks of the season, <laughs> all on the road. Shout out! Yeah.
0: shout out to the Golden Flashes. If only this is why college football is ass backwards. All right, because you have Kent State, who was five hundred last year scheduling those teams. Shouldn't the better teams go out and schedule like that? Right. When you yeah. have like your your Mac doormats scheduling like that, everything about college football is the rich getting richer. <laughs> That's the entire model of it. It's uh, as Colby calls we, it. It's a it's a pyramid scheme. Pirate it really risk. is. Yeah. I mean, look, I love we love college football as much as any uh and we're uh, we need a large playoff because the, it's it's so pr- the fact that Oklahoma's played one back-to-back away game in 10 years when when many teams I mean shit, I wanna say Iowa State a couple of years ago had three back to back in yeah. one season. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think the Big Twelve is been protecting Oklahoma, maybe and just Texas. a little extra. Texas is in
0: there too. Of yeah.
1: course. Well, they're the ones calling the shot, but gotta like what Gundy said, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, should oh, they even be at the, this meeting?
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Good Oklahoma Sooner fans. Oklahoma. Patty C. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you you're kind of the bad guys. You're a man, you're forty. <laughs> I am a man. I'm getting damn near forty. Stop it. You're pissing off the Sooner fans. Let's talk about how great Stone Cold the movie was. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Everyone go watch Stone was Cold. The Boz? Nice. Lot a lot of great stuff going on there. Um I got him two and O oh. You? Yes. Okay. Then comes the big one. Memorial Stadium. Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, we just did the Nebraska preview, Patty C. Yeah. I called for the Cornhuskers to take down Upset Special. This place is going to be shit crazy. Oh, it will be crazy.
1: I do think that all of college football kind of wants to see Nebraska win this, A, because they're rooting for Scott Frost. He's a likable guy at Nebraska. It feels right. It makes a lot of sense. And this would be a humongous game for him to gain momentum. But I still think Oklahoma is just better than Nebraska, even on the road. And I think Oklahoma wins this game. No.
0: No, I'm ready to go. Uh look, folks. <laughs> you're 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 doing this with your heart. College <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Really need to, you need to I think, think, buddy. No, I just think Nebraska is going to be better this year. Uh If this was in Lincoln, I would take I mean, if this was in Norman, I would take Oklahoma. But um shout out to actually n- playing this game because we used to really enjoy this game before these TV execs ruined the fucking sport. Yeah. You There's know? something There's so great Texas about this, this game. game. <laughs> yeah. I really believe that. I got them two and one, and then they host a sneaky, a sneaky spot here. I'm telling you, <laughs> well, every year yeah, against K State, but it, it's where they get them though. Because imagine if they beat this. This is a class, you know, greatest. What is the what do what they call that? Uh, the Oklahoma seventy one game? Oh, it's game the, of the century! Game of the century! Yeah, you come back from that. Imagine if they do win that. They're gonna be they're gonna be hyped, and then you have this this dynamic backfield, which I think might be the most dynamic backfield. More dynamic than Dan Dan Marino's (laughs) wife. Shout out to George W. Um, uh, Look, I I feel pretty comfortable saying that they're going to lose one of those. So I got them three and one through through September. Oklahoma losers of two of the last three last year, only
1: one by six. This game's been within a touchdown every year. Even in Norman, I do think that Kansas State's a threat. You're probably right that they'll have lost, but. Yeah, maybe I give him a loss by this point. Three and one in September. Yeah.
0: Then they head to Amon G Carter Stadium. Sonny Dykes is the new head coach of the Horned Frogs. Gary Patterson's out making music. He's making hits <laughs> and dialing up schemes for Steve Sarkeesian late in the bar. Um <laughs> I got uh I got I got uh oh you this is to me like it's a weird game but I got, Oh, you kind of handle TCU. I feel like they do. I'm gonna so see I'm going to take OU here. Bounce the recent back.
1: series has been there, but I do believe that when
0: uh, I mean, that one's in, uh, this one could Fort be worth. Yeah. It could be wild though. Cause sunny Dykes definitely high powered <laughs> offense and Lebby against uh, a sunny Dykes defense screams 87 points. Absolute shootout. Yeah. Oklahoma's one. It looks like
1: eight in a row. So expect more of the same. Yeah,
0: I I'll ride with you here. Yeah. So 4 and 1 and then comes Patty C, the Red River Shootout. <laughs> Love this game. Love watching it every year. This game somehow always always delivers. Yes. A classic like yes. every year. Yes. Yes, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. You know, a lot of for a lot of years people were like, "Hey, Michigan, Ohio state and uh, Auburn, Alabama is the best rivalry in college football. And I do think you can make a point that the actual games, I know you have the kick six, but you also have some blowouts where Alabama just handles Auburn. Yeah. Oklahoma, Texas. I feel like every year gives you just fireworks. It does. And the few times that it is a blowout
1: it's such a blowout that you have kids crying in the stands and they get it on camp. <laughs>
0: it's <was> entertaining <laughs> either way, you know? That was great. Uh, Patty, see, I got the Sooners.
1: Uh, Boomer Sooner, baby. Boomer Sooner as well. Although B. John Robinson, I would say pretty clearly to me, the best running back in the nation. Deuce Vaughn. <coughs> Deuce Vaughn. <fun. coughs> well, Quinn Ewers, though, has a lot to prove. And so you got to lean Dylan Gay. They got the
0: Bosworth of quarterbacks at Texas now. <laughs> It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Uh I got OU winning this. Yeah. Then they're home to the Kansas Jayhawks. Perfect letdown spot. You just beat, you just beat uh, your arch rival. Yeah. And Lance Leipold, who is is I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Watch out. Case you, in case Watch you're out. a first time listener. Watch out. <laughs> All right. Uh I got you still winning this one though. Yeah. So I got him uh, through through the bye week sitting you there think? at at what? Six
1: and one. Six and one. You think Kansas gives them a game, or do you think? Oh, you. Uh,
0: I think Kansas is going to give them a game. Okay. I do. Uh, they get a bye week, and they're at Jack Trice Stadium. Get the fuck out of here! You're <laughs> not winning this game. <laughs> this is the last time you're probably going to Jack Trice. Iowa State this also coming off a of bye is gonna be bananas. <laughs> I am taking Iowa State to win this game. <laughs> I don't care how bananas it is.
1: Oklahoma has a huge uh, talent advantage still, but it hasn't really mattered lately. Has it? It has
0: not. I mean, Matt Campbell, I think he circles this game. I don't think he circles the Texas game. I think he circles this every year Oh yeah. and he's like, we're, this is the one we're showing up for. I I love Matt Campbell.
1: (laughs) If I had to guess on another game that Oklahoma is going to lose this year, this would obviously be it. K state's on the uh, radar. I guess you got to put Texas on there, but then Iowa state, I got him losing this.
0: I'll go with you. So I got him then at uh, That's seven and two, seven and two, No and six and two. Oh, six and two. Okay. Then they play the Baylor bears in Fokker family <laughs> stadium. Uh, Patty C I got Baylor winning this uh, in Oklahoma. I saw Baylor. Uh, a lot of people, I think, oh, well, when you have Phil Steele on the show, he said he's the top five offensive defensive line in the nation. how oh, Baylor has been playing Dave Miranda ball. has a great track record against Jeff Lebby. Baylor beats Oklahoma. Uh,
1: Oklahoma had won seven in a row, but Baylor got it done last year. That was where Matt
0: ruled most of those years.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Baylor's been in some competitive games with Oklahoma, that big 12 championship game. Incredible. Uh, I think because it's in Norman, I have to go with Oklahoma here. Wild, wild man. You are. <laughs> so I got him already on the under, but it's true that the, uh, coaching advantage in terms of continuity is now in Baylor's favor which is probably the first time you could say that in a long time.
0: And I, I think Baylor's offense is only going to be better. That freshman looked really good in that in those two games he played and then that was Jeff Grimes his first year as OC last year. I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, he I don't should think Baylor is going away. Yeah. Uh Patty C, after that they head to Morgantown. <laughs> Light your fucking couches on fire, Patty C, because Morgan
1: They're calling themselves best Virginia. They're just redneck Virginia. That's all West Virginia is. Let's be honest.
0: Dude, but this is gonna, this is the last time they're going to Morgantown. That moonshine will be, <laughs> <This is laughs> be getting insane. tossed around. This is what I mean. The target, y- they're not going to be able to go into all these places, dude. <laughs> I, I like, I don't know this. This is kind of like, I know I feel like OU's had the best of WV, but this is, that makes it even bigger. Yeah, is the fact I don't think WV's got them yet. So Since it's like knowing B12, that this could be the yeah. last time you ever play them.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. At the end of the season here, there's you know a five game stretch where they probably lose two of these. But really, the, these I got in three, three of
0: the three of the, the final five.
1: Three of the final five. I, I don't know
0: that. if it's going to be at West Virginia or at Texas Tech. I think they win Bedlam in Fokker Field, uh, but. I got them essentially. So their final three games at West Virginia, home to Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech. I think they lose three of those five. Between at the five game stretch of at Iowa State, home to Baylor, at West Virginia, home to Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech. I think they go eight and four. I bet they go three and two in that
1: stretch. They might even go four and one. I very much doubt they go five and zero in that stretch. Then I think I am on the under now. After all that, that chirping, you know, if I was a betting man. I would not, You are. A betting I am man. a betting man. I'm a sports, <laughs> sports gambling podcast. Man. But, um, if I was betting on this game, right? <laughs> then I would, then I would certainly take, uh, I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't touch it with the 10 foot pole because
0: it's I'm telling right you, there the target, the target there, the
1: first year coach is the concern, but I, I feel like the first year for actually the first year for Stoops was a transition. What do you go like seven and five? Yeah. And then the first year for Riley, I got I think a, They did good, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that like he stepped 12 in and, and two or something I don't killed know. it. Yeah. 12 and two. So maybe uh, since this is like a, still a well oil machine,
0: but they didn't, they weren't leaving a conference and basically taking money, like yeah. a, a substantial amount of money from all these schools. Like I said, every one of those schools minus Texas, there's going to be layoffs. There's going to be substantial layoffs. I'm telling you, there is a gigantic target, and not only for Texas and Oklahoma for USC and UCLA. And my common theme, I am riding the under heavy because I think it means more. That's the sec's motto. That's where Oklahoma and Texas are going. It don't mean more when they go to uh, Ames, Iowa, it means more for fucking Iowa State. It means more for West Virginia. It means more for Texas Tech.
1: Absolutely means more for every one of these teams than it does for Oklahoma. Oklahoma probably sees the Big 12 as the past for them now, you know, what they've what they've outgrown. Uh but yeah, these other schools they don't see it that way at all, and I'm sure they want to take them down. I like the under. I, I like think it. I'm with you, but again, I think it's very possible. I mean, they maybe get they get in
0: Nebraska in the, in in the I still like the under to hit. Let's even say they beat Nebraska. I still think between that, that crazy red river shootout where anything can happen. And then you add in at Iowa state home to Baylor and, and, and success against levy at West Virginia bedlam. And then at Texas tech, these, these, this is the final five games are actually pretty tough. I think,
1: does it bother you that this team has only won less than nine games during a full season once in the last, it looks like one, like, two, three, like four years, probably right? five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten 10, 10 years.
0: Uh, it's different. Like I said, they, they weren't announcing they were leaving the conference add in the turnover. And I, how about this? Also the floor of the big 12 Kansas used to be an automatic win. It's not anymore. Still pretty close to an automatic. Win. Not this year. Kansas bowling.
1: <sighs> oh, I don't know how much I want to. Lippold is, is improving them, but there is a. He didn't long, even have spring ball last year. A huge gap. I know last well, year. You, I know not when you pulled were, up the
0: rankings. Go listen to our Kansas podcast. You <laughs> pulled up the rankings. You said they're just as talented as uh, TCU or some That's shit. That's true. Texas they're way, way or more or talented something. than you would
1: think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I w- I I would lean slightly under, but I just wouldn't touch it because I could easily see ten and two as well.
0: Look, I'm gonna. Make a case here. Do the four team parlay, if you if you can find a place that does this on win totals, <laughs> parlay the under on USC, UCLA, Texas, and Oklahoma. I'm sorry, Sooner fans, but I just think putting the target there, you give them sixty million reasons, why And the expectations,
1: yeah. like people are saying UCLA is gonna win like ten games. Like they were four and eight or, or USC rather, yeah. they're four and eight last year. Yeah, prove it a little bit before you throw all that money.
0: Venables will have a better first year than than Lincoln Riley. I think so. I think so too. I think probably, the record yeah. will be better, and I think it might be a blessing in disguise long term. So there's that for you, OU fans. Subscribe to the College Football Experience uh, as we talk college football year round. We handicap every single game. We've been doing this shit for years. Also subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Like I said, Porter Moser very excited about that. Uh Very excited. Yeah. Great great pick up there. The difference
1: between Lincoln Riley and Ryan Day. What do you think? I
0: I got to see Lincoln Riley at ECU. Instantly. So you were already
1: convinced that he was a good coach coming into that, whereas you weren't for Ryan Day. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Fair but uh,
0: but I see the comparison. I see the comparison. Both stepped yeah. into a yeah yeah a Ferrari, a Ferrari situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, folks, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. If you give us a five star review on iTunes, take a photo of that. Find us on Twitter. Uh, At TCE on SGPN is the college football experience handle. I'm personally on Twitter at TheColBD. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. Show us that review and we'll send you a college football experience t shirt. It'll look like that right there. Boom. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube. um, And yeah, let's do that. Come on, check out and uh, give NC Nick a follow too at NC underscore NICK. He's not here on this episode, but all of us, NC Nick, Patty C, myself, we are the college football experience and we are also the college. Basketball experience and so check out the college baseball experience. O U keeps a good team. They keeps do. a good team. They 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 lost to AM, but uh or no, I'm sorry, they lost to Ole Miss. Um, but, but who didn't it was, it was a great, uh, yeah, a great season. Um, so check out the college baseball experience with me and Noah Beenic. Also check out the sports gambling podcast. Already doing NFL teams. They're going through all 32 NFL teams, their futures, of fantasy football stuff. Check them out. Check out the fantasy football gambling podcast. Drafts right around the corner. Uh, what else, Patty? See the USFL gambling podcast. Hopefully, the Oklahoma Outlaws come back, man. I want them to come back. Yeah, I mean, come they had on. Doug Williams back in the day. Beautiful. Um, NBA gambling podcast for Oklahoma City, uh, Thunder fans. Check out Terrell Furman Jr., does a great job there. Uh, soccer gambling podcast. You got the World Cup coming in uh, in what November? Check out that. Who did Oklahoma City just get in the draft? Did they get home grin? Uh, I don't, I don't really tune into the NBA, <laughs> but uh, Hey, but I, I, if you're an NBA fan, check out the NBA gambling podcast, but you threw me a, you, you, you put they me did. out there like that, huh? They, 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 Chad well, Holmgren. He, Chad, he looked really good in spring or in the uh, not spring yeah, summer. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Just went out there and dominated. There you go.
1: Look, Colby's uh, we're, we're kind of moving on from pro sports. I feel like a lot of people in Oklahoma could appreciate that, but guess you know, what I'm going to dial in and I'm going to invest back into pro sports a little bit.
0: You do what you got to do to make you feel happy. I'll be <laughs> on the other side of the stream. <laughs> all right, all right, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience, and uh, I'm on the under. Patty C's on the under. This is the College Football Experience, Oklahoma Sooner style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. <laughs>
1: Where are you located, my
0: man? <laughs> right here on the field. Okay, double guard Okay. Touchdown, Washington
1: Redskins. Woo-hoo. The only thing on my mind, James, was pussy. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You go back and broke you? What, a vertebrae or a spinal?
0: Get my limits in!
1: Ride on 85! Get my limbs in! Woo!
0: And take off! To New Orleans! They're begging us! Please have a party! Beat us drinks! Get us
1: laid! Ah!